will increase your efficiency 20% if you learn to do the tough things first, the ones you don't want to do. Ray Zinn now imparts his management philosophy in Tough Things First. In this series, Zinn covers it all from the essence of human happiness. If you're going to make it a consistent practice of working Saturdays just because you think you've got to work 80 hours a week to be successful, you're, you're just flat out wrong. To the downside of venture capital. People said, well, don't sweat the small things. Well, I guarantee if you don't sweat the small things, the big things are going to become a mess. And the essence of entrepreneurial discipline. Don't want to wait until you jump off the cliff to grab a parachute. Now here's Ray Zinn, Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO. I'm Rob Artigo, your guest host for this edition of the Tough Things First podcast, where I get a chance to talk with Ray Zinn, as noted, the longest-serving CEO in Silicon Valley. And that's for good reason. He's been there. He's done that. Hi, Ray. It's good to be back. Hi, Rob. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> making me blush here, buddy. <laughs> well, good. Divide and conquer. I was kind of looking at the history of this and you know, this is the tactic Julius Caesar used 22 centuries ago, but he wasn't the first person to do it. So divide your enemies up and conquer them. And in modern times, we've we've gotten to this notion of divide and conquer, meaning I have to take my team and divide my team up and into smaller groups, and then I can and then I can conquer. You're saying that that is uh, not helpful logic. Well, that's going back to silos. You know, uh, we if there's an uh, entrepreneurial term referring to organizations that develop these silos, that's dividing. In other words, you 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 develop a you 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 protect your organization against the other organizations. And um, I know I talked to uh, recently a person who uh, um, was being their their company was going through some restructuring, uh, and uh, and so the the teams that were left, they're they're fighting over them. Uh, because you know, you, you know, you're trying to keep as much of your of your capabilities you can, you know, you, you know, elevate yourself uh, in the organization. So now they're fighting over over who who gets what part of the uh, what's left over in the organization, uh, and and so there's a lot of dividing and conquering going on uh, in in that aspect. The military or in the in the rules of, of war, um, there is that divide and conquering mentality um because if you if you can cause a division then then you can conquer them and then we know we talk about uh and in, in, in our society today um we're talking about you know when, when we're divisive um we 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 means we're divided if you're divisive in society you know we're talking about this aspect of being divisive in society, we want we don't want to be divisive. We don't want to be divided. We can't. There is no way to conquer when you're divided in, in society. And so, if you want to conquer, the way you conquer is by uniting. Again, so this is a societal thing. We're not talking about war here. We're talking about trying to have peace. P e a c e. Yeah. And so, in peace, that's what you want to conquer. You want to conquer peace. So to conquer peace means you can't be divisive or divided. Yeah, I guess the other words you could use instead of conquer would be to win, to succeed, mm -hmm. to improve the lives of others. Overcome. Conquer means to overcome. Yeah, to overcome. So, you know, overcome a problem. To overcome a problem, if you want to do that, 
you know, one of the things you wrote recently to me was that you said, you got to focus on what unites us, not what divides us. And somewhere in there, there's a solution that has some common ground. And you can't just say, you have to take it. It's my way or the highway. Do it exactly the way I want it. And any deviation from that would be a, you know, an affront to me. So, but that can't be, we can't operate that way because there has to be some common, some, some common ground to find a solution. Well, that, that's what we're talking about. What unites us is, 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 is what, how we conquer. So if you're going in for a job interview and you want to conquer that job, you know, or to, or to win it as you would, uh, then you, you have to be united with your interviewer uh, if you want the job. So you try to find ways where there's common ground, where there is some commonality in the way that that interview is going. You don't want to be divisive. Can you imagine going into an interview for an important job and you're divisive? Do you think you're going to get that job? I don't think so. So again, you know, just use the, the, the common logic of if you want to conquer, if you want to win, you have to unite. You have to have commonality. You have to have some kind of unification of, of, of that relationship, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your children, whether it be your, your, your neighbor or, or whatever. If you want peace, P-E-A-C-E, if you want peace, you have to find a way to have common ground, commonality. We all have commonality, but we don't often look for it. We look more for what divides us as opposed to what unites us. And so, you know, if you start out, whether it be an interview for a job or whether it be a, a, in, a, in a, a relationship with another person, a friend or a family or whatever, you want to find out what unites us. And the word that unites us is the word yes, Y-E-S. Uh, and, and so you try to find out where there's a good, a lot of yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I, you know, and so, you know, that, that's what, uh, br brings us together as opposed to, to, to devise us. Uh, you know, I, I know that, that, uh, in recently I, I was talking to one of my family and, and they were talking about the, the, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and, and, uh, some, evidently some friends were, had gone to a, uh, they were 49er fans and had gone to the Eagles game and, uh, and the Eagles fans were, they were terrible. I mean, they, they just, they were not nice at all. I mean, they, yeah, yeah. You know, football is a contestious game. Uh, and, and there's, there's, you know, people trying to hurt each other and, and whatever, but they didn't treat their uh, compatriots. Well, the, the people who were, who were reading, rooting for the other team, they, they, that all that bad mouthing and, foul language and, and throwing stuff at them and, and uh, just mistreating them. See, that's what happens when you have a, a competition. You know, competition should be uniting, not just dividing. Uh, and I know the teams, you divide into two teams, but you can still be united in the way you, can, you, you, you treat each other. You know, good sportsmanship unites, right? You, you, got, you have to be a good sport. Uh, even if you're playing in a, in a, in a highly contestuous game, um, whether it be, you know, tennis, hockey, basketball, football, baseball, whatever, you still have to be united in, in the common goal of sportsmanship. And so that's the key to this podcast is we got to become good sports and, and we can have our differences, but we don't have to be different. Okay. 
uh, we can we can be united in the way that we relate to each other and and be good sports about it, even though we have differences. You know, I recall that game that you were talking about between the Eagles and the 49ers, and I, I believe that behavior was reflected on the field. And, mm-hmm. and so that what the fans are seeing, they're recreating in the stands or in the parking lot or I, I think that the, the team is, ex, is is doing what the fans expect them to do and so I I, I think that the, that the team is relating to what the fans want the fans want them to be bad people they want to be contestuous and the, the, the other way, way around right yeah so you know so we tend to re- respond on, on on kind of the way we're viewed you know, I remember the Raiders back in the day, they were considered a bad team. You know, they were, they didn't, they weren't good, offer good sportsmanship. Uh, and, and so I, I am suggesting on this podcast that we learn to be good sports. And, and even though we have differences, we have to find ways to unite us as opposed to what divides us. And so again, focus on being a good sport. Yeah. Something else you wrote was, um, you know, we share the same commonness that we're human mm-hmm. and, and this makes us brothers and sisters. Exactly. That's, that's good information. As always, you can reach out to raise in with your questions at toughthingsfirst.com. Continue your education and the conversation with all the podcasts, blogs, and links to information about raise books, tough things first, the Zen of Zen one, two, and three. We'll have another conversation in another podcast soon, Ray. All right, Rob. Thank you. You've been listening to Tough Things First, candid talk with Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO, Ray Zinn. Drop by the contact page at toughthingsfirst.com for more about the book, more podcasts, and links to Ray's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn pages to keep up with Ray Zinn's wisdom daily.